guys, and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. It is Wednesday, so it is our midweek episode. I hope you guys, I hope your weeks are going okay. I hope you guys are pushing through it and your week isn't too busy or too hectic. Um, I'm really excited because next Wednesday's episode is actually going to be a guest interview. So I wanted to start this podcast off with saying that because I know I've had a lot of solo episodes recently. I'm really excited to have a guest on. Um, I'll keep it a little bit of a surprise, but check my Instagrams because I will be in the studio with her today. The episode, the day this episode goes up, I will be in the studio with her. So check out my Instagram stories if you want to see who it is. Um, but I'm really excited and I'm trying to get it into a video form. So that way, if you're on Spotify, you can actually watch it while on Spotify, which I think is such a cool feature. So that I'm really excited for. I know you guys love solo episodes of me just sitting down and giving you guys advice and talking about specific things. But at the same time, I know that a lot of you also like when I have guests on and I really do love having guests on because I feel like I love just hearing about people's different self-love and wellness journeys because I know that we've all stemmed from such different places that it's cool to hear someone else's perspective on things and kind of hear how they got to where they were. So I'm really excited to have her on the show, um, which I'm just excited for you guys to see. And I really hope the video thing works out because I've been wanting to try out that feature for so long. But in today's episode, we are going to be talking about self-love insecurities, all that kind of stuff. Because I feel like recently I've gotten into a really good place with myself and a good place with my self-love type of thing. Because I don't know, I feel like I just kind of have been healing myself and I'm at a point where I just really know my self-worth and I know what I'm worth. And I know that I'm the main character in my story, which is kind of a corny way to say it. But just at the end of the day that I control my life and I control my path and I control the way I let things affect me. And recently I just haven't let myself get upset over certain things that I would normally get upset over because I'm so sure about who I am and what I have to offer. And it's been a really long journey to get here. And just because I'm here, that doesn't mean that every single day will be like this. But right now I am in this moment. And so that's why I kind of just want to sit down with you guys. And I wanted to talk to you about insecurities, things you guys are struggling with in your self-love journey. This podcast was created to talk about self-love. This podcast was created to talk about our journeys to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves. There's the ugly and there's the good. You know, this this journey isn't going to be like just going up. There's going to be moments where you're down. There's going to be moments where you need help. And there's going to be moments where you don't feel your best and that's okay. And that's what I'm here to kind of talk to you guys about. So I asked you guys on Instagram last week and then this morning, tell me things you're insecure about. Tell me things you need to overcome in your self-love journey. And we're going to sit down and talk about it. Like I said, I've been at a really good place with myself, but it's not like this every single day and it's not normal to be like this every single day. I think for myself, something that's really helped me is my kind of working out and fitness life. I think ever since I've been moving my body more and, you know, hitting new PRs and showing myself what my body is capable of, I've just been a lot more confident in who I am because I've seen how much I can make myself happy and how I can work on myself and change myself. And that's what just made me really grow and made me think like, I'm the best thing that's ever happened to me type of thing. And as grateful as I am for the people around me, and I definitely think people around me have helped me through this journey, but at the end of the day, like this is my life and I'm taking control of it. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about everything today because I think there's a lot to talk about. I screenshotted a lot of things that you guys said. So I think this will be a longer episode, which is good because I think that it's good to talk about these things and let's go ahead and get started. 
though, the first Instagram question I got is how to manage the unexpected wave of insecurity when you're on a positive streak. So like I said, I feel like I've been on a positive positive streak these past few months, but I've also had positive streaks in the past and then I'll have one bad day and it's like, whoa, whoa, like what happened? I thought I was on this self-love journey. Like why am I getting so down on myself? I think that no matter what, no matter how amazing your life is and how happy you are and how great you feel about yourself, there's going to be days where you're going to get upset about something. There's going to be days that you wish you had more. There's going to be days where you wish you didn't have a certain thing in your life. No matter what, it is so, so normal to have a wave of insecurity or a wave of sadness or a wave of anxiety. No matter what it is, it is so normal to have these waves. And that kind of just shows you like you can't have any good days without the bad days. You know, if you didn't have the bad days and you didn't have the waves of insecurity, you wouldn't cherish and love the good days and the good moments with yourself as much. And I think that's kind of what you have to remember. Not every single day is going to be amazing. Not every single day is going to be filled with good news and good feelings. I think that majority of your days can be, but at the end of the day, if we just think that we have to be just because we're on a positive streak means we have to be like that for the rest of our life. It's kind of going to just trick our minds into thinking that the second we get into that unexpected wave, we failed and we wasted our time and we messed up and all these things. When at the end of the day, you're a human being. We aren't robots. We can't just put a setting in our body to be super positive and happy and then just like turn it off when we feel like it. No, we're human beings. We're going to feel emotions. And honestly, it's beautiful to be able to feel those emotions and to be capable of such strong feelings. No matter what, things are going to happen that are going to hurt us, that are going to make us upset. You know, something that we thought we overcame might sneak back and hurt us. For example, my acne is something, and I I know a lot of people ask about acne, so we will talk about this because I think that's a very common insecurity for a woman in her teenage years, early adult years, adult years, because, you know, our acne is a lot of the time controlled by our hormones. And so it's a super normal thing. And for women, it's like, yeah, we could put makeup on it, but at the end of the day, makeup doesn't really cover it. So I think it's important to like talk about it, um, and deal with it instead of just like hiding from it. But like I said, acne is something I've been insecure about my whole life. I've had acne since the age of like 14, 13, 14, freshman year of high school. Um, and I'm 21 now and I still have it. I don't have it as bad as it used to be in certain points in my life just because I take care of myself better and I think I'm growing out of it a little bit, but I'm still going through it. And I haven't cared about it the same way that I used to in so long. Like I went through such a streak of not caring about my skin. There was points where I wouldn't leave my house because my skin was so bad. And I would just look at it and be like, I don't want to leave my house. And my skin hasn't gotten much better since those points, but I just stopped caring as much where it's like, yeah, I have acne. Like who cares? Everyone has something that they're insecure about. This is something I can take control over and try to change and try to heal about myself. So I have to stop complaining about it. And I just have to like face it head on and not hide from it. And that kind of just made me care less about having redness and pimples on my face. It's like, you know, who cares? That's just something that's on my face and it's hard for me to change. But sometimes, you know, as positive as I try to be about it, sometimes I'll be getting ready for the gym. And, you know, obviously to the gym, I don't wear makeup or anything. So it's like, I'll see it in my skin and I'll feel so cute in my workout set and I'll feel so put together. And then I look up close in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, like it looks so bad. It, I'm going to sweat and it's just going to get even more red. Like this, it looks so horrible. It looks disgusting, all these things. And it's just like that unexpected wave of, wait, when did I all of a sudden start letting this affect me again? Like, why is this creeping back into my life? So I remember like, 
feeling that moment and just being like, this isn't something that's supposed to bother me. Like this isn't supposed to bother me anymore type of thing. Um, but sometimes it's just going to happen. Sometimes it's just an unexpected wave of being sad and, you know, thinking of things and having things being crept back into your life. But you just need to remind yourself that these moments need to happen and those unexpected waves need to happen. Just don't let yourself act on it too much. Try to find something that will distract you, whether it's going on a walk, going to work out, cooking, cleaning your room, putting on a good movie, whatever it is. Whenever I kind of get in moods like this, I like to move my body. I like to go to the gym, sweat it out like release all those endorphins. And then I like to put in a hair mask, a face mask, take a shower, cook myself a yummy meal, and then just enjoy some food and watch a movie. And like my body is so tired from the gym that it's like, that's what makes me feel better. So find something that you can do to kind of escape that feeling of this unexpected wave and just try to work through it instead of acting on it. The next thing I got is how to not pay attention to other people's opinions of you. This is something, honestly, I never struggled with that bad. Like I was never – like I was kind of known just for not caring what people thought about me. I was always super loud and super weird and I was just like, whoever doesn't like it, I don't care. I feel like growing up, I started to care a little bit more about what people thought of me. There's certain extents to it. I want people to know that I'm like a loyal person and a good person and not like a mean, you know, whatever. But I started to kind of grow into caring about what people thought about me. And I didn't understand why. I didn't know why I was thinking like that. But I was like, why don't these girls want to be friends with me? Why doesn't this girl answer this? Or why did this girl say this about me? And I started to realize that I was caring. And I I didn't really realize I was caring until I caught myself like asking my boyfriend, like, why? What did they say about me? Or what did this? And he's like, why do you care? And I was like, you're right. Why do I care? But it's kind of just like, at the end of the day, people are going to say things about you no matter what you are doing. You could be, you could wake up tomorrow and be in Forbes 30 under 30 and you could solve world hunger and there will be someone saying something bad about you. Think about that. You can solve world hunger tomorrow morning and someone will still say something bad about you. And that kind of just shows like no matter what you do in this world or in this life, you will not please everyone. No matter what you do, you will not please everyone. There's always going to be someone that disagrees with you. There's always going to be someone who doesn't like what you did. doesn't like how you did it. doesn't like your intentions. No matter what it is, there's going to be someone out there who just doesn't like you. And that's okay. And I, that might be like a hard pill to swallow for some people. And people might want to be like, no, like I want to be liked by everyone. But you can't. You can't be liked by everyone. You physically, like you just, you can't. There's always going to be someone out there who has a problem with you or doesn't, not necessarily has a problem with you, but just doesn't care for you. Like doesn't really think anything of you. Or if they do think something of you, it's negative no matter what you do. So you just have to live life for yourself and you have to pay attention to the people that do love you and do care about you and say positive things about you. Because at the end of the day, if you try to be someone and kind of fake who you are just so you could be someone that everyone likes, you're going to start to lose the people that actually liked the real you and that appreciated the real you because you're going to be focused on, I want everyone to like me. You know, it's kind of like having the difference of I want everyone to like me versus I want a few people to love me and a few people to hate me type of thing. It's like, you can't have everyone like you and have like a few people love you. It's like, at the end of the day, there's going to be people who have a little bit of a problem with you. Even if you're like, oh no, I know this one person right now. You're thinking to yourself, I know this one person that no one has a problem with. It doesn't necessarily mean someone has to have a problem with this person. It just means that something negative has been said about them or an opinion of them isn't favored, et cetera. So how you don't pay attention to them is you just don't ask about them. You don't feed into it and you just focus on yourself. If you're so focused on your lane and your path and becoming a better version of yourself and creating your future, these people are just going to be background noise. They're going to be background noise. They're going to be way behind you. You're not even going to hear them because you're going to be so far above them type of feeling. So 
you don't pay attention by just not paying attention. That's it. Like you, you have your life. You don't want to waste a second of your life building up someone else's dream. You don't want to waste a second of your life letting other people's opinions affect you or giving someone else that satisfaction or, you know, giving that person that attention. This is your life. You control it. No matter what you do in this life, whether you do it for yourself or you do it for other people, someone is going to have something to say about it. So you might as well just do whatever you want because you're not going to make everyone happy anyways. So this is something I've kind of like fluctuated with. At one point I didn't care. Then I started to care. Then I stopped caring. It's just at the end of the day, who cares? Like that's it. Just you need to kind of think to yourself. I know someone else also asked, how do I not care about posting on social media and creating content? Because so many people follow me from high school and from this community. And I don't want to get judged if I'm posting my Instagram stories online or just like posting TikToks of my life. I post TikToks of me like cleaning my room, working out, like my acne, like all these things, very vulnerable things in my opinion, like for me, very personal things that I post on my social media because I want other girls to relate to it and know that what I'm going through, it's okay if they're going through it or what I'm going through, this is how I fix it. So I post these things for other women out there who are afraid to show that they also feel this way. You know, it's like, if you see someone posting about their acne, you're going to feel more comfortable posting about your acne because you're going to be like, well, it's a common thing. And this girl was brave enough to do it. So it's like the same thing with creating content. Yeah. I'm sure there's people in my, like that I know in my life that are like, what is this girl doing on TikTok? Like this TikTok is so stupid. But at the end of the day, I'm getting a comment about how that TikTok made someone get out of bed and go to the gym. And like, that's what makes me happy. So it's like, I'm not going to focus on people who are like, what is this girl doing? She looks like an idiot. Like no one pays attention to this. No one cares that she's cleaning her room. No one cares that she's going to the gym, but it's like some people do. And it's like, I love following influencers on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube that post about their lives too. Like, I really do love that. So for me, it's like, I do the same because I know the feeling I get when I watch my favorite YouTubers do it. So I kind of try to do the same for other people, but I think the same thing happens with creating content. I feel like Instagram and TikTok and all these things have become so popular recently and have been such a good way of getting income and getting your name out there and building your own brand that a lot of people don't realize, yeah, that comes with a price to pay. You're going to have to put yourself out there and be a little bit more vulnerable with who you are as a woman and as a person in general. So I think that if you stop doing that or you don't start doing that just because you're afraid of what people will think, you're never going to do it and you're never going to know your true potential and what you're capable of. There's so much that this life has to offer for us and it's so sad how many things we press pause on just because we're afraid of what other people will have to say about it. But if we just lived life for ourselves, it's crazy how many endless opportunities that you will create for yourself and it is insane like who you will change into. The person you will blossom and grow into just because you decided to live life for yourself is insane. It's like when you're in your early I'm I'm in my early 20s, so I think when you're in like your late teens, early 20s, even in your like mid 20s, people are going out and they're drinking and they're going to these clubs and these bars and that's fun here and there. I enjoy you know having a drink and dancing with my friends and having a dinner. Like I enjoy going out a lot of the time. But there's some days where you're like, you know what? I just want to go to the gym today. I want to come home, take a shower, and I want to catch up on my work because I know my body will thank me in the morning if that's what I do. I'm not in the mood to go out. And it's when you think like that and you tell people you're thinking like that, they're like, oh my God, you're so lame. You're so boring. You never want to come out with us. All these things. And you're like, okay, now I feel like I have to go out because I don't want people to think I'm boring. And it's like, 
that's you changing something you wanted to do just for someone else. And, you know, obviously a lot of the time people kind of say in a joking way, just because they actually do want your presence there. So it's not always in a malicious, mean, like judgy way. A lot of the time it really is just people wanting your presence. But at the end of the day, if you decide to go out on the day you don't want to go out just because your friends told you to, or you don't want to be called lame or boring, you're doing that for them. You're not doing that for yourself. And when you start living life for yourself and you learn to say no and you learn to you learn about what you're passionate about and what your goals are and all these things, that's when you're really just going to start to grow as a woman and you're going to grow into this new person of yourself that you can't even like you can't even imagine what you're capable of. And that's the point that I'm at right now. That's the point I'm at right now. I used to care what people thought of me. I used to care what my friends would say if I didn't want to go out. I used to care if I wasn't getting invited to something or if I wasn't included, whatever it is. And it's, I'm at this point where it's like, I can make myself so much happier than these other people can. So why am I going to sit here and waste my time and be upset over, you know, this group of girls or this group of guys or these people in general, when it's like, I have the power to make myself happy. I have the power and the capability of becoming who I want to be. So why am I going to waste another second living life for other people or doing things for other people? Obviously, it's not always so dramatic as like, oh, I didn't go out and this and that. No, it's not always that dramatic. Obviously, there's other situations that I'm talking about as well. But at the end of the day, I've just been living life for myself recently. Like I wake up, I go to classes. Right after classes, I go to the gym. I cook my own food. Like I've been doing so many things just on my own and so independently And I've seen how it's been changing my self-love journey and how it's been kind of controlling my insecurities and getting rid of them a little bit because I'm learning how much I'm capable of. And once you start to realize what you want from this life and you start working towards it, that's when you're living life for yourself. And that's where you're becoming, you know, your own source of happiness. So that's kind of my advice to not caring about what people think is just being your own source of happiness and just living life for you. The next thing is how to deal with jealousy in terms of being with a boyfriend or girlfriend and being insecure. So insecurity will always lead to jealousy, always, whether it's with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends, no matter what it is, insecurity leads to jealousy. And when I like had started my relationship, I was at a super insecure point in my life. I was insecure about my skin, my body, my intelligence, my work ethic. I was insecure about like every, every part of myself, not even kidding. Like I did not like myself at all. And it shows in the relationship because when you're insecure about yourself, you don't know what you're offering to this person and you don't know your worth and your value to this person. Like you don't know how amazing that you are for this person and how lucky this person is to have you. You're thinking I'm lucky I have this person or else I'd be broken without them. And I'm so lucky that they settled for me. And I'm so lucky that I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky, whatever. But you're not realizing that they're also lucky to have you because you don't love yourself enough where you can see the good in you. And I was at this point before and I've been at this point, not, not anymore, but I've been at this point in the past where it's like, I have nothing to offer to anyone in my life. Like everyone's kind of just sticking around for me. And this is where your mind kind of goes into thoughts of no one actually wants me here. No one would care if I wasn't here. And, and no one would care if I didn't show up tonight, like all these things and your mind kind of spirals because you're so insecure in who you are that you don't think that who you are is a good human being to be around. So if you are insecure, you're going to be jealous in the relationship, no matter what. If your boyfriend has a friend that's a girl, right away you're jealous and you're going to say he's going to fall in love with her because she's prettier than me and she has a better body than me and she's smarter than me and she makes more money than me. And you're just going to think about all these things and you're going to be like, of course he's going to fall in love with her. Like, Why would he stay with me when a girl like that is out there type of thing? 
Um, and that's what just what happens when you're an insecure person. So my advice when it comes to this is you need to kind of learn how to and a lot of people will say, I need I left my relationship so I could learn to love myself. If you are with the right person, I talked about this in a past episode, but if you are with the right person, they will help you through your self-love journey. They will love you at your lowest. They will love you at your darkest. And they will love you when you're going through the journey of loving yourself. I think in every relationship, there needs to be a source of independence. There needs to be something that you do that doesn't involve your partner, whether it's your work, whether it's your fitness life. For me, it's my podcast. So there needs to be something that's separated from you and your partner and something that is just yours that doesn't involve them. Like, okay, if you go out to dinner and to bars, you can associate that with your partner. If you're having a movie night, you can associate that with your partner. If you go to school with your partner, that's something that you could kind of do together. But other than that, you need to have something that's separated from them because you need to have that piece of yourself that you can grow on and you can lean on because at the end of the day, you don't want to fully depend on this person because if that relationship ever goes down, you're going to lose everything in your life because you acquainted everything with them. But if you're in a relationship and you have that one thing that's kind of independent, and I think every relationship should have something like that, it's going to make you more secure and confident in the relationship because you have something to build on your own without depending on the other person. So this is what it's like to be in a healthy relationship where you have room to grow with each other and grow together because you're good for each other and you just want each other to be the best version of yourself possible. You want to be with someone who's going to push you to finish, like accomplish your goals and all these things. You don't want to be with someone who just wants to provide for you and not see you grow. So if you are jealous in a relationship, number one, the first thing you need to do is you need to think to yourself, what am I worth? What do I bring to the table? Like what are good traits about me? And you need to write down all these good traits about you. And I think that if you are at a really low point in security, you should do this every single morning. And I was doing this every single morning for a while, but I would write down everything I love about myself. I love how I work out five times a week. I love how I created this podcast. I love, and I would make a list of like five to 10 things I loved about myself. And I would repeat them to myself every single morning, write them down and just remind myself like, you know, wow, like I'm, I bring so much value to this relationship or to this friendship or to this, you know, like whatever it is, to the situation, to this group. This is what I bring to the table. This is what I love about myself. And if you just keep repeating that and you keep doing things to make you feel that way, like for me, a way I got out of my insecurity was by working out and creating this podcast because it was my thing that I did on my own. It's, you know, I go to the gym by myself. I do my podcast by myself, but on the weekends, I hang out with my boyfriend. I go to dinner with my boyfriend. I go out with my friends and my boyfriend. But during the week, I go to classes by myself. I do my podcast by myself. I go to the gym by myself. I have these things that I do on my own. So, and he has things that he does on his own. So it's like having that separation of being independent, but being independent together type of thing. So that's kind of like something that really helped me grow out of my insecurities was just seeing everything that I was capable of and all the success. Um, and just like the woman in general that I could become. So if you are jealous in a relationship, you need to think to yourself that this person is with you. You know, they, they, they could have chosen other people, but they're with you. So why are they with you? Write down why you think that this person loves you. I think that is really unhealthy to constantly ask your significant other, why do you love me? What do you love about me? I think if you ask that here and there and it's like a cute conversation, then okay. But if you're like extremely insecure and always going to your partner when you're insecure and telling them like, I hate this about myself. Why do you like, how do you even look at me when my skin looks like this and whatever? It's going to start to go into their mind and just be like, they're going to think, I don't want to be with someone who's so insecure. Like, 
imagine your partner saying those things to you. Like those things you say about yourself, imagine your partner saying them to you about themselves. You're going to be like, what? Like, why are they thinking like that about themselves? Like, how could they think that about themselves? And you're going to just be like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't even see their own worth. So at the end of the day, as much as you love your partner and care about your partner and trust your partner, you need to remind yourself at the end of the day, if they were to mess this up, if they were to do something to mess up this relationship, if they were to cheat on me or leave on me, leave me, even if it's in the back, back, back of your mind, you need to think to yourself, I'm going to be okay because I have my own life going on without them too. Like I'm, I know what I'm worth and I know what I bring to the table. So if they mess up, that's their loss. And once you kind of switch that mindset, it's gonna, you're not really going to get as jealous anymore. You're not going to care that they have friends that are girls. Um, I don't think any boyfriend should have super, super close girlfriends. Like I think you should be their best friend, but I, I think it's normal for them to have like work friends or school friends or, you know, whatever. So I just think that that's something that you kind of need to deal with yourself because, at the end of the day, yeah, if you're insecure, you're definitely going to be jealous. The next thing I got is how to communicate insecurities to your boyfriend in a healthy way. So yeah, like I was saying before, you don't want to pound your insecurities on your boyfriend every single day of the week, but it also can be a conversation topic. It can be something where you meet up, you get some coffee, and you just tell him like, I've been feeling this way about myself and I don't know why. And for them, they're going to be a little bit confused because they're going to be like, but I love those things about you. And like, they're thinking, I love this girl or boy so much. How could they think that, you know, I, I don't love those things about them or whatever it is. Like you're just, they're going to be so confused that you even think that negatively about yourself. But at the end of the day, I do think it's important to communicate, communicate those things and kind of how that, have that boundary line and just be like, I don't want this to be something I talk about every single day, but sometimes I get so insecure that I'm just, I have a mental breakdown in my room and I just start crying about it. And I just look at myself in the mirror and I cry and you know, all these things. And it's, and that is like a normal human emotion to feel that way. You need to communicate these things with your boyfriend. You don't need to communicate communicate them every single time you feel them because I think that'll just make you feed into it instead of growing over it and getting over it. But I think to communicate insecurities to your boyfriend in a healthy way, you just need to like sit down and talk to them, tell them how you're feeling, be honest, be transparent. At the end of the day, this is your boyfriend. This is someone that you should be able to tell everything to. You don't date someone to break up. You date someone to get married. So it's like this is someone that you're going to be sharing life with. It's You don't want to hide these things from them and you want to be able to be completely honest with how you feel and not be worried about their reaction. I think the healthiest way to communicate these things is to sit down and talk about how you're feeling. Don't try to target them in an argument where if you're fighting, you bring it up and you're like, well, I was already upset about this. And now, you, you know, like you don't want to already be fighting and then bring it up because that's going to be a reason that you fight too. So I think that you should sit down and have a conversation about it. Even if you guys aren't fighting or arguing, I think it should just be something that you go to, to your boyfriend to like help you figure out. Um, and I think that they could be a really good person to talk to about these things from what I've seen and guys in general, whether it's my guy friends or, you know, whatever, a lot of guy friends that I have or boys that I know in my life don't feel the same way about insecurities as, most girls do that I know. And I don't think, I don't think that's like a general universal thing. Obviously there's guys that are a little bit insecure and girls who are not that insecure, but it's also just good to get another person's perspective on it and just know like, oh, they felt this way too. And this is how they feel about me. And if the person you love and care about most in this world thinks positively of you, that's really all that matters. The next question I got is how to start working on insecurities. I want to, but I don't know where to start. Number one, you need to remind yourself that you control what upsets you in this life. You control what affects you. You control what hurts you. If you don't want something to hurt you, just let it stop hurting you. And that's a lot easier said than done because I have 100% been in the point in my life where I will sit in my mirror 
in front of my mirror crying about the way that I look, the pimples on my face, the way my hair is parted, the way my stomach rolls over, my thighs, everything. And I will just sit there and I will just cry about it. And I'm like, how do I, how do I get out of this? Because this is something that happens to me so often. Like there's been so many points where that was just like a common thing in my life. Um, and honestly, the only way to get over it is to just to stop caring. The second you find yourself about to get upset about something, like for me, this happened a lot if I was trying on clothes to go out um, or if I was going shopping for like jeans or something. Like if I was shopping for something and trying on a bunch of jeans in the dressing room and a pair of jeans didn't fit me, I would cry about it when I got home, which it's like, why? Just because that jean pair, pair of jeans wasn't my size means I have to cry. It's like, I've been at that point of low. I've been at those low points, trust me. And the best way to just kind of start working on it is to stop caring about it. You need to kind of find something in this life that makes you love yourself. No matter what it is, like if you're really good at drawing and when you draw, you're super confident in how talented you are, that's something that you're doing that makes you love yourself. For me, it's working out. I love working out. I love getting a good sweat in. I love moving my body. Whenever I finish working out, I'm super like proud of myself for getting out of bed and working out and sweating and moving my body and all these things. So I just think that the way you could start working on your insecurities is just finding a lot of things that you are passionate about and that make you love yourself and just filling your life with those things and filling your life with hobbies that make you love yourself. So figure out what it is. Like you might not know what that is yet, but eventually you will. And it sometimes takes a little bit of time to get there, but the point is that you will get there and you will know what these hobbies and these passions are. So you just need to try new things, figure out, like, just don't distract your mind from that. Like, at the end of the day, it's taken me so long to learn. And I saw a TikTok on this, actually. Like, just the way your body looks doesn't matter in any way. Like, once you start realizing what is important in your life and what you value and what is worth your time and all these things, you are going to realize, wow, the way I look has nothing to do with any of this. I, for so many years, cried about this and cared about this when it meant absolutely nothing. Now that I'm older and I understand this more, I'm like, wow, all those tears for what? It has nothing to do with who I am right now. What I care about is the fact that I got out of bed today and I went on a morning walk and listened to a podcast, bought myself a coffee, cooked myself a breakfast. And I'm proud of myself for doing that because a year ago today, I wouldn't have done that. I would have stayed in bed, drank my coffee in bed, followed these unhealthy habits. It's all about just incorporating habits into your daily routine. And once you incorporate those habits into your daily routine, it's gonna you're going to feel so like successful and proud of yourself when you accomplish them. Even if it's the smallest thing like making your bed in the morning, if you end up doing that and it turns into a habit, you're going to be proud of yourself when you do it. So you can start working on your insecurities by picking out hobbies that you love that will make you proud of yourself when you accomplish them. The next question I got is, how do I stop comparing myself with every girl I admire? I think the world of social media has been such a positive and a negative thing. And it's like on TikTok, I have all these beautiful girls on my TikTok because I just love that content. I have a mixture of beautiful girls, gym girls, wellness girls, like all these things. And it's so normal for me to see a beautiful body and be like, wow, I want to look like that or see someone with the most beautiful skin and be like, I wish my skin looked like that or the most beautiful eye color and whatever. At the end of the day, no matter what you do, you will never, ever, ever be that girl or even be comparable to that girl because you and that girl are different human beings. You can sit here and you can say Beyonce is beautiful, Kendall Jenner is beautiful, Rihanna is beautiful, Hailey Bieber is beautiful. All four of those girls look completely different, different skin tones, different hair color, different eye color. All those four girls are completely different, yet they're all beautiful. So it's like we can sit here and look at 
hundreds of different celebrities and think all these hundreds of different celebrities are beautiful, but they all look different. So it's like, what does that tell you? It's like, you're not, you don't have to look like someone else to be beautiful. So it's just, you know, I, I thought about this because I remember with like, when it came to Kendall Jenner, there was a point where I was stalking like, what diet does she use? What workouts does she use? All these things. And I would just try to find it because I wanted to look like her. And I was like, no matter what I do, I could eat exactly like Kendall Jenner and work out and live my life exactly like Kendall Jenner for three years and still look nothing like her. Why? Because my name's Olivia. My name's not Kendall. You know, it's like we have these expectations for ourselves because of what we see from other people that we don't even know personally, that we've never seen in real life. It's like, why do we hold ourselves to these standards? That's why I don't understand when people on TikTok are like, they see a beautiful girl and they're like, I'm not going to eat today. And it's like, why? You don't know what that girl went through to get that video. You don't know if she put makeup on or if she put a filter on. It's like social media is so fake and filtered and flawed that we trick ourselves into thinking that it's this like beautiful reality. But meanwhile, it's like we're just living our life. People probably think that stuff about us too. Like sometimes I'll get DMs and people are like, your skin looks so good here. And I'm like, girl, I have a filter on that picture. Like that, there's a filter on that picture. My skin does not look like that. And a lot of the time what I'll do on Instagram or on TikTok is I'll post me with the filter and then I'll post me without the filter and be like, I look so cute, but this is what I actually look like. It's like the filters are fun and cute here and there, especially if you like don't have makeup on, but you want to just like get a quick content picture up. That's fine. But after it's like, that's not actually what I look like. So you just need to stop comparing yourself because you're never going to be that person. You are you, you know, whatever your name is, like Melissa, Sarah, Nicole, whatever your name is, no, you will never look like someone else. And there's beauty in that. There's beauty in just looking like yourself. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I truly, truly believe that. I think working on yourself is a really good way to gain self-confidence. Like I was saying before, incorporating good habits into your daily routine, finding something that you love and working towards it. These are really, really good things that will help you build up your self-esteem and make you proud of yourself and make you love yourself. So once you're at that point, you're not going to compare yourself. No matter what, if I see a beautiful girl on my TikTok, I'm going to be like, wow, that girl is so gorgeous. Like she has the most beautiful skin, most beautiful hair. But if you showed me that a year ago, I'd be like, wow, I hate myself. I can't believe there's girls that look like this and I look like this. Like how does my boyfriend even think I'm pretty when there's girls out there that look like this, right? But now I'm at a point where when I see a beautiful girl, I'm like, wow, like she's so beautiful. I'm like, I'm so beautiful too, but beautiful in a different way. And that's okay. And I'm more motivated to like, I'm more motivated to like do my skincare routine or whiten my teeth that day or whatever it is. It's, I don't get down about not looking like her. I'm like, I want to become the best looking version of myself. I want to feel my best and look my best because this girl looks her best type of thing. So once you kind of switch your mindset, um, and realize that no matter what, you're not going to be this girl. Even though you admire her, I think that's amazing. You're a different kind of beautiful. There's different things you have to offer that this girl can't offer. And this is a very normal thing in our society, especially with how big social media is and how easy it is to kind of get yourself out there. It's super normal to feel that way. So I think a lot of people kind of feel that. The next thing I have is feeling like you can truly be yourself around people because they won't like the real you. I've dealt with this so many times because I like, if you're like one of my best close friends, you'll know that I have like a really loud laugh and just a very like high energy where I'm always like laughing or screaming or talking a lot and you know, all these things. And I'm one of those people that if I'm around a new group, whether it's a new group of girls or a new group of guys, just whatever it is, a new friend group. And I show my real personality, which I'm not a shy person, but I kind of close myself off until I'm comfortable. So I won't do like my real laugh or 
like, you know, I won't just like show my real self unless I'm super, super comfortable with this person. And once I reach that level of comfort and then I'll like, you know, laugh or scream or talk a lot and I get a bad reaction and someone's like, oh my God, that was so loud or oh my God, you're so annoying. This is not a good trait, but I will completely shut my off shut myself off from being like that in front of them again. And that's just how I've been because I've been like the second someone makes me feel like I'm an inconvenience or I'm annoying for being there, like you're out. Like I don't care. Like I don't – I'm not going to be like that around you again. So there was like a time where I remember like being in a group of people and me scream laughing. If you don't know what that – if you're like one of my friends listening to this, you're going to be like, wow, I know exactly what you're talking about. But like I just like – sometimes I have this certain laugh where I scream before I laugh because it's that funny. And I remember I was in front of like a new group of people, but like I had been around them before and I was getting comfortable with them and I scream laughed. And one of the girls was like, oh my God, what was that? That was so loud and annoying. And I was just like, I laughed. And like my friend was like, that's her laugh. You don't know her laugh. And she's like, no, like that was loud. And like her eyes are like rolling. And I'm like, oh, and never again have I done that in front of that girl again. And it's like, I'll do it in front of a group of people, even if she's there, because I don't care, but I won't do it. Like if I'm just with her or if it's a small group of people and she's there just because like you lost that part of me being comfortable with you. It's not necessarily about her not liking the real me. It's not like like the, my scream laugh isn't the real me, but I know what you're trying to say. Like the real you just like if you're super – if you love planning things and you love being the leader of the group and talking about things, but you don't want to be that way in front of a new group of people because you're like, what if they don't like that? At the end of the day, like you don't want to fake who you are or else you're never going to create a real relationship or friendship with these people. You want to be true to yourself and you want to – be the person that makes you happy um, because that's why other people will fall in love with you and that's what other people will see in you. You never want to act different in front of different people. <clears throat> we have a quick little ad for my friends at Anchor and I'm excited to throw this ad in because Anchor is actually how I started my podcast and I get a lot of questions from you guys on how you can start your own podcast and Anchor was honestly the easiest way for me to record, edit, and schedule my episodes. So I highly recommend using Anchor if you want to start your own podcast. This is your sign. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode. The next thing I got asked is how do you handle the insecurities over things you physically cannot change? So I always had this motto because I grew up being super insecure about my body and the way my stomach looked and all these things. But I realized that I control that. If I eat junk food at 11 p.m. at night while watching YouTube videos and I don't work out, I'm going to wake up and my stomach's going to be more bloated and my body's not going to change. So Throughout high school, I played sports, so I was always very active looking and fit looking in high school because I just played sports every single day. So it's like even though I wasn't eating the best, I was working out every single day. So it's like my it kind of balanced out and my body kind of stayed consistent and stayed the same. But my freshman year of college, I was eating the same way I was in high school, but I wasn't working out at all. Like I was not doing any physical activity in the slightest. And honestly, until I looked back at pictures of myself, I didn't realize that I gained a lot of weight and my skin was worse. My skin was at its worst my freshman year of college. My skin and my body were at their worst. I had gained a lot of weight. My acne was getting worse. I was just under a lot of stress. I was not eating right. My hormones were super imbalanced. I was just at a really, really low point in my life. And I realized I can change these things. I can change the way my skin looks and I can change the way my body looks if I go to the gym and if I eat healthy. And so I remember my sophomore year of college, I started to look into wellness and during COVID and the first quarantine of March 2020, I like really started to get into the wellness space and going on walks and working out. 
it wasn't until this past year that I like was super into working out, but I've seen the way my body changed and it made me realize, wow, this is something I'm capable of changing. So I can't complain about it if I'm not willing to change it. So if you're complaining about the way your body looks or the way your skin looks, you need to realize that you can control and change that. But there are things that we can't change. So even with my skin, as much as I can prevent pimples from coming from the way I eat, I can't prevent my rosacea really. Like it's very hard for me to get rid of my rosacea. And it's honestly hard for me to get rid of my acne. It's been eight years, you know, but I have stretch marks in certain parts of my body where I'm like, you know, I don't hate them, but like, why do they have to be there? But there was a point where I was super insecure about my stretch marks. And I'd be like, I don't like how I have stretch marks there, but I can't change it either. You just have to learn to accept it and love it. And that's it. Because the things that you can change, you should change, especially if you're going to complain about them. But there's going to be things that you can't change about yourself that you just need to learn to accept. And you just need to be like, this is just a part of me and I can't change it. So I just have to learn to accept it and love it. Um, It's super, super normal to be insecure about, you know, stretch marks or cellulite and all those things. And I definitely have gotten stretch marks more recently on kind of like my butt and thighs area. I'm not sure why. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm like kind of starting to tone it or it's losing weight, but I have been re- like realizing I have a lot of stretch marks on my like back thigh. And honestly, it's like I could get really upset about it and look at like sometimes I'll look at myself working out in the mirror on my biker shorts and I'll be like, what? Like where did that like cellulite come from? But at the end of the day, it's like who cares? Like I'm at the gym. I'm working on myself. I'm becoming the best version of myself. I'm not going to sit here and let this little thing upset me. So just if you can't change it, learn to love it. If you can change it, work on it. The next thing someone asked, this is going to be the last thing I answer because I know this episode is super long, but your boyfriend talking to other girls, how do I not get insecure about it? How do I not get jealous? Like I said before, insecurity, like it turns into jealousy if you're in a relationship. You're going to get jealous over everything. I think that there's certain boundaries in each relationship. So if you're not okay with your boyfriend being friends with girls at all, I think that's a little bit of like a red flag and something you need to work on yourself and just be like, why am I so insecure about him being friends with other girls? Um, And kind of just try to figure that out. Like, why am I insecure that he's friends with other girls? I'm friends with other guys or, you know, I think of other guys in just a friendly way. But I think that there's a certain extent. I think that sometimes, you know, guys – are too close with girlfriends and it's like, okay, it makes sense that that's something you're upset over. So if your boyfriend is constantly like texting a a friend, whether he knows her from school or or work or the gym or whatever, if he's constant, the gym, actually that's a major red flag. But if he like knows this girl for, he's known her for a while or he's known her from school or from work or whatever, if they're like texting very frequently or FaceTiming or all those things, I think that's something that you should bring up to him if it bothers you and just be like, look, I don't care if you're friends with her but like, why are you guys hanging out one-on-one? Why are you texting one-on-one? Why are you FaceTiming her right now? If that's something that bothers you, that's something you have to communicate with him because that might not mean that you're insecure, but you're just uncomfortable with how much this girl is let into his life. You know, like why does she get to know these things? Why does she get to hang out with him right now? And I don't, those type of things. I think that if you're insecure that your boyfriend made a friend in chem class or is getting lunch with a friend during work, I think that that's a very normal thing to for your boyfriend or girlfriend to do is like make friends at work and school. You don't want them to be miserable and friendless. So you want them to enjoy their time. But at the same time, you're like, I wish I was there. And in relationships, we get a little bit like possessive, not in a bad way, but like, you know, we just want our boyfriend to ourselves all the time and we're so in love and we want to express that love to them. So it's super normal for you to get jealous over, you know, him or her spending time with another girl or guy. But I think that you kind of just need to communicate the boundaries of it. So kind of just try to figure out like, okay, 
I don't care that he's friends with this girl and gets lunch with this girl and hangs out with this girl, but like I don't like how they text every day and are always DMing each other and FaceTiming, even though he's telling me there's nothing to be worried about. Why do you need to talk to someone that much? Which I agree. Why does your boyfriend need to talk to a girl that much that isn't you? I think if your boyfriend has a girl best friend, that is a major red flag. You should be his best friend no matter what. Vice versa, if your girlfriend has a guy best friend, you should be her best friend. She could have guys that are friends. She could have guys. She's like, oh, yeah, this is my best friend. But at the end of the day, you should be the one she goes to when when she's upset, when she's happy, no matter what, and vice versa. So that's just my specific boundary. Some girls could listen to this and be like, I don't care if he has a girl best friend. That's not me. Like, that doesn't bother me. And that's amazing for you. Because us other girls out there, we don't agree with you. We're like, oh, hell no. Like, that cannot happen. But honestly, I think that you just need to communicate it with your boyfriend on the boundaries and just be like, hey, I don't care if you hang out with this girl here and there when it's in the friend group. And I don't care if you guys are in the same group chats and you send each other a funny TikTok here and there. But I'm uncomfortable with how much you guys text and I'm uncomfortable with how much you guys FaceTime. And I think that's a super normal thing to discuss with your partner. So I think that it's just about boundaries. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're super insecure. It's just discussing boundaries with your partner and just be like, you know, sit down with them, talk about it. You don't have to talk about a specific girl, but you could just say like in general, this and that and whatever. So discuss that, have that communication with your partner, create those boundaries and see how things change from then on. If no change is being made, you have a right to kind of like put your foot down. But I think that if they're, it's a very just like friendly thing and it's just like, they get lunch with each other, they get coffee with each other because they go to the same school or they study together. Like, I don't think that's anything too serious. I think that's a little bit normal, especially if it's like at a point where he's hanging out with her and not telling you he's hanging out with her or he doesn't invite you to hang out with her. I think maybe that's when, you know, like if you guys go to the same school and he's friends with her, but he's not inviting you to go study with them in the library, I think that's a little bit weird. I think that you should be included in things your boyfriend does. But at the end of the day, I think it's something that you need to communicate because every relationship is different. Everyone has different boundaries. So as long as you communicate those boundaries and your feelings and your emotions with your partner, things could change and you'll realize there was nothing to worry about. So those are all my insecurity self-love questions. I know this was like a little bit of a longer episode, not too long of an episode, but a pretty long one. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it and loved it. I just have been at this really amazing point in my self-love journey at the moment. And I wanted to talk about it, but also I remember the points where I was at super low points. So I was like, I want to make sure I talk about that too, because I've been at low points so many times in my life, but I want to thank everyone who listened to this episode, everyone who sent in a question or, you know, an advice thing that you guys needed help with. I try to answer my DMS as best as possible. A lot of the time I'll look at your DMS and just talk about it in a podcast instead of like answering through text. But I want to thank everyone who sends me messages and is just super supportive of me. We hit a hundred thousand followers on Spotify this month. What? Like, are you not on Spotify, like platform wide? I was in class and I remember like I hadn't checked my Spotify or Apple followers like in a really long time. And Apple followers are really weird. It doesn't give me a specific number of how many followers I have. It'll show me like listeners per episode and all that stuff, but it doesn't give me a number of followers. So you have to like do this like math and I had to like email people. It was really annoying, but I was like, you know what? I've never checked. I haven't checked this whole month, my Spotify or Apple followers. And I look at Spotify and I had like 40,000. And then I looked at my other and on my others, I had like 2,500. So I was like, oh, nice. Like I'm at like 43,000. Like it's pretty good. And I was expecting Apple to be like 30,000 followers, which is still amazing. But I was like, it'll probably be 30,000. But then I checked and I saw that Apple, I have like 
a lot more followers on Apple than I do Spotify. I think I have like 60% of my followers are on Apple. And then I was like, wait, that means I have over a hundred. I was like, wait, do I have a hundred thousand followers? So I like went deep and I found that I had 60,000 Apple followers. There is a hundred thousand of you who followed this podcast. And I know that like not every single one of you like listens to every episode and like all that. But the fact that a hundred thousand of you saw my podcast, listened to an episode and decided to follow me is beyond me. Like, I can't believe it. I was so emotional in class. I like went to the bathroom and I was like just sitting with myself and I was like, there's no way. Um, And I just got super, super emotional about it. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been so supportive of me. Um, I love all of you so, so much. And I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. I'm excited for next week's guest episode to come out. So look forward to that. Friday's episode will be a solo episode, of course, for for you Fridays. Um, And I have a lot of exciting guests, honestly, planned this next month. So thank you so much for all your support. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And I will talk to you on Friday.